You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Extraordinary. Uh, we could do 25 segments today on this, but we only like to uh, just keep them brief. We'll keep them brief. Uh, what an extraordinary week. Um, uh, the beauty of uh, doing a show like this, or doing this podcast, is that you actually get a chance to uh, correct a few things or say what you want to, what, what you want to say. And there is an old saying... Incidentally, I'm sitting opposite um, Sue Stanley, OAM. Wait till we get on to Sue Stanley, OAM and me. Um, and uh, there's an old saying, thou protesteth too much. That is, if you keep protesting about things, it's fairly obvious that it's a fact that you're, what you're protesting is true. But there are exceptions to it. God love Phoebe, Fiona Byrne, who rang me up. I'm, I'm, I'm going doing this. This is self-indulgent, but who gives a fuck? Uh, and Fiona, seriously, that is this so true. Who gives a stuff? That's that's it. So Fiona Byrne rings me up and she says, uh, and she's coming in because uh, Lord Lord um, Lord Fordham is on. Now we're calling him Lord Fordham. He is Doctor Ben Fordham. MD, but I don't think he's managing Don too well at the minute. So, until he uh, he's 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 sworn his Hippocratic oath, which is what doctors have to swear that they'll protect uh, all their patients faithfully and diligently. So, until he can uh, he, 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 till he can verify his credentials about being the Hippocratic oath and looking after Don. Dr. Ben, we'll call him, he is Dr. Ben Fordham, but he's also Lord Fordham because he is extraordinarily popular in the star and he's coming on and that's why Fiona Byrne luckily is coming on because we're going to tear her a new one. So Fiona Byrne rings me up. Phoebe, good friend of ours, temporarily, and uh, she says, the paper, this is the Herald Sun, are desperate to write a story about... Um, um, what they consider is a new romantic interest that I have. Uh, I'm only speaking opposite the person who this is about, uh, who is more pissed off than me. And um, and I said, are they, Phoebe? Yes, she said, they are, but I want to just uh, hose this down. I said, do you, Dal? I said, well, go on, ask us a question. Are you going out with Sue Stanley? Well, what is the answer to that? Um, do you mean romantically? Uh well, yes, I said, whew. Well, the short, I, the short answer to all that would be, uh, Phoebe, how unimportant and ridiculous is this? This is a non-story and that's it. I, I could have said that, but I like to not be short with the people I call friends and she's a friend of mine. And uh, I said, um, uh, Sue Stanley uh, is a friend of mine, a friend of mine, a girl friend of mine put a don't make that just one word just make that two words will you here's me uh, and she said oh yes she said um, good well um and she said that's what I thought I said good on you well I'm glad that's what you thought and um 
I said, yeah, I go out with her to functions. Uh, if uh, she needs someone to go with, she lives uh, down the road from me. I went on with all this bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit, but I thought... Well, and who g- seriously gives us stuff? I know. There's the Israel have attacked Palestine over in the Middle East. There's Angola are going beautifully. The state is fucked here. There's, we're in debt $200 billion. Uh, and I thought, well, so I go on with all this. So anyhow... Uh, she puts. She did report faithfully what I said, but of course, no one reports faithfully what you say, or no one reads faithfully what you say because the headline was Sam Newman's new love interest. I think he reveals a peek into this new relationship. And I thought, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Miss Stanley uh, OAM is on the phone to her mother and father, saying, uh, uh, "Oh, uh, this don't please believe any of this. This is uh, this is not quite uh, as it seems." But of course. The headline is what people are after. This is the paper. They're after the headline. And after that, that's called clickbait. And after that, no one gives a stuff what the body of the story is. That's just how people have rung me up and said, well done, congratulations. And <laughs> Sue's getting and people are saying, oh, you're a dickhead and why would she go out with you? All that sort of stuff. And I think, God, isn't it, isn't it extraordinary? So we'll get, we'll get to Phoebe in here. She's coming in because I say Lord Fordham's coming in. And... Um, so then, then uh, I look on the, um, there's a picture of me that I think, Melissa, this is Ricky Nixon's uh, squeeze, she, uh, that she took on the boat of me sitting next to Sue Stanley OAM and uh, she was part of the picture but they airbrushed or they uh, put it, they airbrushed her out of the picture and just had uh, Sue Stanley OAM and me uh, sitting uh, up driving the boat. Uh, well, sitting up in the um, flybridge of the boat. Uh, she did a selfie, uh, Melissa, is a very charming lass, and, um, but they uh, cut her out because it, it wasn't... Uh, wasn't about her. Well, it didn't, didn't suit their story. <laughs> so that's fair enough. So, anyhow, so, so, no, so, so, so then I wake up this morning. I wake up this morning, which is a bonus in itself, really, the way I'm travelling, and... Um, there's a thing in the, the Daily Mail, uh, the Daily Mail who have never said one complimentary thing about me, which that which is actually I, I, I enjoy because it uh, gives us a chance to be able to belt them back. The Daily Mail have a picture or, or, or a video as, as the dog licks my knees. Uh, uh, Sue Stanley OAM's brought her dog in, which is, uh, this shows you how much I think of Sue Stanley OAM, if I can let a dog come into the studio. Um, if he could just, if he starts licking me agates, that'll be it, Sue. You'll notice I'll go into a dream or a blear and you'll have to take over. Uh, so uh, anyhow, the Daily Mail put on, um, they have a video that, uh, I think they've purloined, which means stolen, or uploaded from a video that Shane Crawford did when I was on the boat with Sue Stanley OAM, because Sue Stanley OAM comes on the boat and gives me a hand with it. This is probably why people think that we are an item, uh, because uh, I need uh, some assistance. And as she lives down the street from me and I just live up here, I say, would you like to come out? And yes, she likes boating. So there we are. Um, so... Uh, there's a video uh, on uh, the website of uh, the Daily Mail of me uh, regaling and entertaining the cast of J- 
Joseph and his Technicolor, amazing, beautiful, wonderful dream coat or whatever the thing was called that Shane Crawford was in and I hosted the people on the boat. They were fantastic people, all of them, all the genders that came on were fantastic people. And there's pictures of me, um, it's a video, pictures of me pouring um, uh, uh, that uh, whiskey, what's it called? Uh, uh, fireball. Fireball, me mm -hmm. looking as though I'm pissed and, you know, I'm drug fucked and I'm, uh, mind you, I don't drink uh, so uh, and I drive the boat so I was just pouring it out and I'm laughing and Shane's dating me and uh, blokes are bloody ripping my gear off and, and it looks as though we're all sort of just uh, completely fly blown on the boat. <laughs> so that's on the boat um, and um, this was apparently, I think, probably in celebration of... Uh, I think they were just getting at the fact that we were celebrating this new relationship that Sue Stanley OAM and I have. Well, uh, I'm not sure how much I can go on with this. We've given it enough oxygen, but it's been in the... Po how, how could that be a story? Uh, could I say for the record? If anyone listens to this, we have quite a lot of people listen to this show. And really? I'm not sure if they, they might have dropped off since, uh, since uh, Don is oh. not on. But we, you spoke to Don, apparently, had he was... I don't want to put words in your mouth, Sue. I haven't put anything in your mouth. Uh, no, I can't me. even get a word in. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> I, I, when I said I haven't put anything in your mouth, what I meant was I, I did mean. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That was a Freudian slip. I said I haven't, you, I haven't put any words in your mouth because you haven't spoken. So I, I don't know if you want to say, Don Ring. Was Don interested well, in whether we were an item? Well, he, I actually did get a call from Don yesterday. And he, uh, he wanted Ring to Ring in. <laughs> he was. But I reckon he was going to uh, stir you up. I don't, I don't know what for. Or, and I said... Stir me up? Yeah. He's been out with you just as many times as I have. I can tell you... Not out with you. I can tell you, you've been in Don Scott's company nearly as much as I have, except every time we go out in the boat, I ask you to come on to give me a hand. Uh, uh, you've 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 been out with him dozens of times down at uh, where you live, Mornington. Yeah, we go for you've lunch. Been go to for functions coffees, with him. You've been to uh, Stetfords. You've been to singing. Uh, we you went to Russell Morris with him. You went to uh, the, the boxing. The, the boxing. Yeah. yeah. No, Don's been out with you as many times as I have. Why haven't they got cottoned on to him? <laughs> they just love teasing you. They just. So, like, uh, so he, Phoebe, he, she's in trouble. No, okay. when she, she comes when she in, comes we'll in, ask trust her. Me. We won't talk behind her back. We are at the minute, but when she comes in, we'll hit her between the eyes, uh, figuratively speaking. Uh, now, you said that. So, you, Don rang you, did he? And uh, you don't have to divulge any private conversations, but I was intrigued when you said you got a call from Don. I haven't had a call from Don since he thinks I told him to fuck off, which I didn't. He was on the way out when I told him to fuck off. And then he said he'd get back to me about his uh, options, uh, and I'm still waiting for him to get back to me. But the Dr Lord Fordham, Ben MD, is uh, still managing him and says he's on furlough on special assignment. So... Uh, when the doc comes on at Upper State, um, yeah, well, it doesn't matter what time he comes on because that's irrelevant because when this is downloaded, who cares what time he comes on? But he'll be coming on in uh, directly. And um, oh, But he, he did want to get... Kick the dog. It's, it's under here. Go, yeah, so go he on. Did, he did want to uh, ring up and, and be here and, and probably stir you. And I said if... Don did. Yeah, if it's going to be... Uh, 
uh, derogative about me, or are you going to make butt jokes of me? How would he? How would he, How would he be derogative about you? Well, I think he was. I think he was. I think he. I think he's. Uh, I think he was keen on you. Well, you know, he, no, no. We just we we were just friends. Absolutely, just just, just absolutely speak friends. on. There's a person at the door. Just, oh, really? No, it's just just speak on. Go on. But it, what? It, but he did. He did say that he oh, wanted yeah. to put it all with. Uh, Collateral damage with uh, wanted to get on on the, on the radio, but or on the on the podcast. But he, he, I said, well, if I'm going to be collateral damage, then uh, what what's goes on? And then I said he hung up, and then he rang me back about late later, and our lady goes, I have too much respect for you. Uh, so what not, was he I'm going not, to bag you about? Well, going out, obviously uh, going uh, to bag you. Potentially going out with me. Yeah. So well, thank shit. thank you, Don, Fucking for joke. being a man and standing up and not being derogative about a personal friend. So thank you. Unlike Phoebe, who just uh, slammed it. Uh, uh, oh, it's silly saying Don ring in because uh, this gets downloaded <laughs> in the afternoon, so you won't hear this. But on the off chance, keep your phone on. Did he say he might ring in? He did say he was going to well, ring in. Well, I tell you what, the first question we'd asked Don before he asked anything about you or me is. Nice to hear from you, old son. When do you think you'll drop by and or tell us what your decision is about staying on the podcast or not? Because we have a lot of people say, where is Don? Uh, we have a lot of people uh, say, where is Don? But in fairness, I, I think Don is, it's not his thing. No, it's not. No, I think he was happy to be obvious, working. I think he liked the fellow fact that he was relevant again. Not that he needs that and he enjoyed people saying, Oh, I heard you, and you've got you well done, and you told Sammy. He never listens to it, though. No, he <laughs> never listens to it at all. No, he doesn't. I bet he gets told. Uh, so, anyhow, that's it. We've uh, we've uh, we've uh, complained enough. Not complained. Address the elephant uh, uh, in the, the room. The, the point is, if I was going out with you, what in God's name? Why wouldn't I say yes? Uh, Sue, I, and I, uh, Sue, Sue Stanley, OAM, and I are swinging hands. We are going out to... Why wouldn't I say that? Was, was, I got some guilt or some shame about saying that. I would be delighted to say that. And Sue, I could formally ask you here, if you'd like to go out with me, just give us a call sometime. Well, seeing as we live in different <laughs> abodes, and uh, I'll make it official. Well, and they won't have to keep putting cryptic clues in the uh, Daily Mail and shots of us, uh, or not... I don't think you were in that clip that was on the Daily Mail. I think it was just people. I think they were trying to convey that we're having a drink to celebrate this great, um, great uh, relationship. Well, firstly, I think I'm too old for you. That would be one thing. <laughs> and really, seriously, was, you mm, think you can mm, get me? Mm, seriously? Yeah. No, I've never tried, and wouldn't be presumptuous enough to uh, even do it. I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm actually underneath this uh, this uh, sort of brash veneer. I'm, I'm a quite a shy person, Sue, and I, uh, you would have to make the first move. <laughs> uh, you would have to make the verse move, and I'd probably. Uh, so anyhow, so that that's that. Now, there's a whole lot of shout-outs uh, from, but uh, we've had a chap walk in, a chap walk in, and I said to him, "Yes, well done. You've turned his microphone on." I said, um, uh, "Just a minute." I said, uh, come on in to this man because, yes, thank you, he's given me, uh, I know vaguely who he is. I said, come on in because our guest, who I was going to interview, uh, we are going to interview, uh, Wendy Stapleton, uh, called and said she had COVID and then she got back to me and I said, well, in that case, this man who's just walked in, I said, well, come in and you can be part of this. Uh, in, lo in, lieu, in lieu of uh, Wendy Stapleton. But Wendy Stapleton called in and said... Um, 
her COVID's over, so is, she is coming in. But uh, this gentleman has walked in, and I'm going to just do this off the top of my head. Uh, He's I'm, a muff man. He, he, yes. He, he <laughs> is a muff man. Now, tell me who you are. My name is Richard Walstoncroft. I'm an independent filmmaker and events promoter, and I run the Melbourne Underground Film Festival. And before that, I used to run a thing called the Hellfire Club. I don't know if you remember that from the 1990s. I do. Now, now what, so just let me write your name down. Sure. What's your name? Walstoncroft. Richard. R- uh, Richard. R- yes. Richard. Now, Richard Walstoncroft. I knew someone um, called Walstoncroft. Not Guy Walstoncroft. No, that was Guy Walstoncroft. Now, Richard. Yes. Um, uh, you are here because of uh, we had did an interview with um, Frank Housen. Frank Housen, mm-hmm. uh, Frank Housen, a while ago. Very interesting and very popular interview. It was, and he said, "Why don't you uh, speak to Richard Wollstonecroft?" <laughs> and uh, I said, "Well, we we'll speak to anyone now. <laughs> I, I, um, no, we do. We, we're interested." Um, Muff, I know that's uh, just a a, a, a provocative uh, acronym. Yes. An acronym being a word that you can pronounce. Thank you. A for lot that. of people say uh, acronyms are just any first letters of any sentence that's in a title, but that's not right. If you can't pronounce it, it's not an acronym. I can't give you an example. I don't know what an example is, but Muff means Melbourne Underground Film Festival. And uh, Richard, I'm interested to know. What you are on about and what is it? Well, we started the Melbourne Underground Film Festival 23 years ago because we thought that, you know, the local film industry was all kind of woke and they were only kind of fun films that were kind of politically correct or had Aboriginals or lesbian uh, characters or whatever. So, you know, we sort of thought, well, there's a whole bunch of really interesting filmmakers that wanted to make kind of almost more commercial kind of genre movies. So we, we started the film festival that supported, you know, horror films, science fiction films, thrillers, films about gangsters, interesting documentary, yeah. things like that. So um, We should uh, hasten to say, Richard, uh, I'm hastening to say there's nothing wrong with making films about Aboriginals and uh, lesbians. Of course. All, uh, if that is your... If that is your... If uh, that is your want. If that is your want. But that's uh, what you get if you want to get all... If people want the funding, you know what I mean? And yes. we thought we'd rebel because we're, you know, anti, anti-woke, anti-cancel culture and, um, you know, we just... Uh, you, you, you know, you, which is unusual for the entertainment business, as I'm sure so you're aware. you just thumbing your nose at the uh, establishment yes and and uh, now richard um uh, so uh, i think frank indicated that you your recent uh, your recent foray into this had been cancelled Yes. Or, or who has cancelled you and why? Oh, well, I was cancelled. I've been cancelled numerous times. I've cancelled a couple of times over the Hellfire Club, you know, because we used to have controversial nights there. And, I mean, we'd done various things at the Melbourne Underground Film Festival. I made a comment about the gay community, um, you know, during the yes and no vote. I supported the no vote. Um, and just, uh, you know, not that I was particularly on that side it's just that everybody within the um, uh, film industry was supporting the yes and obviously I supported yeah, I the what's that got to do with gay people though um, uh, Richard well you know my, my attitude was I didn't have any problem with gay marriage I just thought that you know I mean if the, the yes vote won they would do th- there'd be things like they would be teaching it in school like propaganda yeah. which of course has not happened Sam as we well know yeah. Oh no, no, no! It has. It, it is uh, angled that way. The way the education. Yeah, I was worried it would become propagandistic. But don't, uh, p- p- Richard. Please don't convey <laughs> that we are uh, no, of against not. any of those. Uh, no, of course Against not. any of that. Uh, I've never been. Uh, we support gay filmmakers at the Melbourne Underground Film Festival. Well, uh, that's mighty neighbourly of you. Now, wh- <laughs> what did so you got? You got 
so you after funding from what? How cancel? How did you get cancelled? If you don't well, get you know, when you get cancelled, this you know, a whole bunch of people in the industry began to like share articles saying, you know, you should cancel this festival and stuff. And so every year since, so we've had to secure different venues, and one of our venues this year has been cancelled. The uh, one in uh, in a forty seven Edward Street. So the whole festival is taking place now in Thomastown because one of our main venues has been cancelled. So you know, every year our festival's been under attack, and obviously I've noticed yourself over the years. You yourself have been under attack from. Oh, the cancel yes. culture crowd and obviously I, sal- I, sal- I saluted your recent comment about the uh, welcome to country because yes. every film industry thing that you go to mm-hmm. it's welcome to country over and over again and there's, ha- there's often at these events there's no aboriginal people there no we're very it's happy, crazy very so, happy to say on the record that we think uh, i think welcome to country is an anachronism yep. it is just ridiculous it is uh, the most divisive thing you can get if you're talking about a yes no vote about welcoming people to this country and being all one unit <laughs> and one community community to actually be segregated into having to be welcomed by whoever who are well-meaning people but it is a nonsense and the not an overwhelming majority of people just get embarrassed by it i couldn't agree more Sam. so 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 i'm happy to say all all that uh, so you what why you you were cancelled from a, a a venue that uh, can't remember where you said it was. Sure, in Brunswick this year. Uh, yeah, so yeah. You, and and they they took exception to the fact that you were they perceived you as anti-gay, did they, or well, anti-something? I've made one comment online, you know, where where I supported the uh, the no vote, and that had gone viral. That comment, and obviously they, yes. they they googled it. I'd warned them coming in that I'm controversial. That we play all different kinds of documentaries. We and play we play pro-Trump stuff. We play stuff that's um you know anti-vax. Um you know that we are interested. In, I mean, I've always been a contrarian, and I have to. Say say, I mean, it's a, it's a real honour to be speaking to you today, Sam, because you're one of the people that actually made me a contrarian, because when I was a kid, I used to watch you on television, and I really enjoyed, particularly yourself, but also Red Simons, uh, that you were very confrontational, and uh, I was just fascinated by your technique of speaking to people, and the way you're often, you know, you would speak your mind no matter the consequences, and I think in this day and age, that's incredibly important. So how's that going for you? Yeah, well, maybe not so good. <laughs> so, anti-vax... Uh, we're, 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 we've had a number of we've had a few doctors on here saying why they're anti-vax and uh, mm-hmm. this has never been tested. And I'm, I'm anti-vax. I'm definitely. unashamedly a great Trump supporter, mm-hmm. and Me too. Uh, the very fact that he is gaining absolute popularity over in the states is the fact that they now liken him to being a dictator, a Nazi. They cannot think of any <laughs> other names He's to not call him. So at your film festival, you don't play Nazi. You don't play of course uh, not, objectionable. Mate. And uh, objectionable and uh, obnoxious. No. What do you play? What is it? A film festival, and you put on um, uh, uh, um, you put on uh, films. Uh, sure, uh, films. I know they're put on <laughs> films. Susan Stanley, OAM. Did you know Susan Stanley and I are trying to beat back the fact that people have said we're an item. I've heard uh, about yeah, this. No, you know? can we stoke the rumours or not? What? <laughs> just no, I'm careful. just kidding. Yeah, you can stay. That's right. <laughs> no, no. There, there appears to be nothing going on here in the studio. I can, I can. Testify to that. When it's all, you, all when, above board. But she's I a very beautiful lady. And, you know. When I start leaning over and impassioning him, then you'll know that... Then we'll know. I'll report Something then. is going on, but seriously. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Susan Stanley, OAM. Uh, so, so what do you play... So who are the who are the who who provides the content for the film festival? Well, for example, Muff. Brian Trenchard Smith is providing us with High Strangeness on opening night, which is a film. What, 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 who? What's it called? Uh, High Strangeness, which is a right. film about UFOs. I see that, yes, you know, a horror art film. Yes. Uh, it's a really great film. Um, you know, 
it sort of, uh, you know, I mean, obviously the UFOs have become something that's kind of been, you know, it used yes. to be considered the conspiracy theory, but now yes. within the Senate in America, people are talking I about know, them being I real. Watch it. I've, I've watched that. There's genuinely intelligent people who say there's something going on. There is something going on. Closing night? Uh, closing night, we're playing uh, Police State, which is a kind of pro-Trump oh, no, film. no, I mean, that, that's Freedom Double... Bill, yeah, that's correct. Freedom Movement, Double Bill, mm. and The Great Awakening, which is, The Great Awakening is kind of the opposite of a great reset. I'm sure you're aware of the kind of billionaire elite class that, you know, pushed the climate change lie and all that nonsense um, out of uh, Davos and, you know, and the World yes. Economic Forum. It's called The Great Reset. But there's a movement against that, and I would probably say that you and I are kind of almost part of it in a way. It's called The Great Awakening, which is where we awaken to the manipulation and control of the global elites, and we reject it. And I think anybody, you know, all p different kinds of people across the political spectrum, from Russell Brand to Julian Assange to Alex Jones to um, Donald Trump to Tucker Carlson, um, Elon Musk, uh, Andrew Tate, all these kind of people are kind of rebels. And Sam Newman is a rebel, I think. Uh, I don't know who I admire. Well, uh, all those people you mentioned, except uh, I'm not familiar with um, um, the, the man who got... It just meant there's one person that you met. Uh, Alex Jones? Yes. I'm yeah. not familiar with... Uh, Alex you, Jones doesn't... I know he got uh, roundly condemned for something. Yeah, he's someone who's into conspiracy theories. He's that's almost right. probably the world's greatest conspiracy theorist. Uh, that's right. So I'm not really familiar with what he said. The other <laughs> people, I'm very happy to say, I su <laughs> I, I'm a sympathiser of theirs. Uh, incidentally, just... It's amazing you, you you mentioned the climate change and the what I consider the hoax that's going on. It is a hoax. I, 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 so 100%. I, 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 so I was watching this at the forum, current forum that's going on in Dubai. Yep. At the it's called the let me just find it out here. It's called it's got a name. It's called the Jesus. Uh, where am I? It's called the. Um, let me just see if I can find this. It's just called the. Uh, stand by. This is what happens a lot here. I uh, can't read my own writing. It's called the something 23. What is it there? Well, like Alan Jones says, keep going. Yeah, go, uh, carbon dioxide is, is a very small part of the atmosphere. It's something like 0.04% yeah. of the atmosphere. And that it, people are only responsible for something like 5 or 10% of that. So, like, you know, the majority of carbon dioxide is, 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 a, is a obviously naturally occurring. And it comes from the oceans and it also feeds the trees. So, this idea that carbon dioxide is a poison is basically a lie and it's it. again an elite thing and it's about energy profiteering where they raise the price of energy and they spend billions from the public purse on useless renewable energy so I've just programs. found what I was so go ahead climate Sam. at the it's called the COP28 yeah, yeah. Uh, that's being held in Dubai where all the leaders of all the climate people coming over and uh, they're having a conference about the climate and the climate president Sultan Al Sultan Al Jaber, J A B E R. He said, and he's the he's the president of the uh, function that's going on. He said there is no science uh, connected uh, with or behind uh, the um, uh, uh, behind the opinion of phasing out fossil fuels. There is no science that we should phase out fossil fuels. Well, did that that went over like a wrought iron hang glider. <laughs> At the convention, because they said, what a disgraceful thing to say. He said he'd done his research and he said, we can't find any evidence that fossil fuels have any detrimental effect on the climate. Uh, there is no uh, no science that has uh, has confirmed that. Mm -hmm. So they said he was a disgrace. Uh, he... Um, Deep concerns over his ability to lead the United Nations climate, climate talks. Unfortunately, 
he uh, and unfortunately his opinion didn't agree with uh, uh, John Kerry. Uh, John Kerry, who was an unelected representative climate around the world, just mm. travels around on his private jet uh, lecturing us about not using gas stoves. Uh, there is, uh, and they're, they're trying to reduce. They're trying to reduce. The emissions of methane, uh, but methane by the year 2030, and uh, have a listen to this. Oh, just to go, you got me onto this. Yeah, fourteen uh, percent of the 14% of the world methane is produced by uh, the United States, which means conversely, what's 14 from 100? Um, 86 percent is not produced by the United States, and the th- two countries who are not part of the Climate Accord because they're considered developing countries, we've said this before, are responsible for what they consider all the pollution. The majority, yeah. uh, uh, India and China, and they are not even part of the uh, Climate Accord. It, It is an absolute hoax and nonsense, and we're being browbeaten into not driving cars, not drilling for oil, not sustaining it's a scam our, it is a scam it is and mm. this is our opinion mm. and we welcome uh, anyone it's extraordinary have a difference of opinion, remember but the uh, mr jabeer uh, sultan jabeer or whatever his name is he's uh, he, well did he put a cat in amongst the pigeons he said no there's no evidence at all well they've roundly condemned him and he's he's the president of it you remember Daniel Andrews wants to get rid of your stove or whatever. I mean, I it's know. just ridiculous. I mean, China and India are polluting way more than others, and yet we Western countries. Uh, you see Greta Thunberg, she doesn't go lecture China, does she? Because she'd get nowhere. First of all, she'd get arrested if she went to China. You know what I mean? And, you know, she, she is just an obnoxious, spoiled brat. So She's rich. clearly in the pay of these global elites, and what they want is they want to control us. They want to take away your ability to use your cars. So, Richard. Yes, so Sam. Richard. What'll happen? People will say, "Well, we've. Uh, why have we got people like you on?" Because <laughs> no, 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 no. They say, "Why? Why do I have my opinions?" We'll say, "Why have we got people like you on?" But no. I haven't heard. I'm. I'm. Uh, don't worry. If you say something that I disagree with about uh, uh, people that live in this country or um, certain genders or anything, I, I will. Don't worry. Um, we will uh, sanction you. Not sanction you. We won't. Uh, uh, but I will disagree with you. But. I haven't heard a lot yet, Sue. I don't know. Susan, I'm sorry. I shouldn't call you Sue. That's familiar. You're Susan. Uh, Suzanne. Suzanne. I am so sorry. That's how little I... Well, I know you. I didn't know your name was Suzanne. Suzanne, I don't... uh, We don't... um, have we uh, we condone anything uh, un, uh, that we shouldn't have condoned? No, but I'm, I think I, am I seriously missing something? Because, yes. like, why would you be cancelled from something? Like, mm-hmm. I get you have an opinion, which has sure. had multiple opinions on everything. But yep. you're talking about a film festival. Yep. You haven't given me really the real reason. Or was there a specific film that they actually said, "Well, this yes. can't happen," or specifically, or is it just personally an attack against you? Well, look, you know, I mean, I, my festival's always played stuff that's been controversial. And, and, and uh, you know, 20 years ago, that was almost considered, that was cool. People like that. People like to be confronted by new ideas. This is called free speech. Exactly, free speech. And then, but in, in recent years, I guess around the time of Trump, cancel culture began to take hold. And uh, I continued to be uh, provocative. And I guess that was around the time that, you know, I got cancelled. Uh, but, I mean, 
but you can survive it. I mean, look at Jordan Peterson, for example. I mean, he was cancelled over his comments about trans people, but then he became probably the world's greatest intellectual. Yeah. I mean, I have a degree in political philosophy from La Trobe University. I actually am somebody who reads widely in, the, in politics and philosophy, so I can actually talk to this kind of stuff. But, you know, at the Melbourne Underground Film Festival, we celebrate independent cinema. We've discovered some of the best filmmakers that have come out of the country. James Wan, we discovered, who went on to create the Saw franchise, which became the biggest horror franchise in history. He directed Aquaman. It's coming up the new Aquaman sequel. He did Insidious, The Nun, all those films. We discovered Scott Ryan, who made that show, uh, Mr. In Between, which is probably the best Australian TV show to come out of Australia the last 20 years. Yes, Patrick Hughes, uh, you, you've seen that? with Mr. In Between, yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, so you're just pushing back on on basically because they they're trying to change you. I mean, you've been experienced this because you are the woke treatment from the footy show. Yeah, when exactly. He, mm. When he couldn't, but obviously yeah. he can't go back on because he doesn't can't get back onto that platform. So you obviously just got to have to pivot and just try and find out where you can go and why you can go and, and who's going to accept you. And that's what I've done. I mean, I guess, you know, I was certainly inspired by Sam's, um, you know, uh, public persona over the years. And um, no, could so be Stop your saying you're inspired <laughs> by me, Richard, please. Uh, I don't want to be uh, uh, going. Yeah. No, no, I mean, obviously, child. there are many people around. I'm Jordan Peterson is another figure who I admire. Uh, I, but, you know, I did pivot. I mean, I, I have a regular podcast called The Report from Tiger Mountain, which is like little five or ten minute rants like Paul Joseph Watson. I'm on a show called Cafe Locked Out with Michael Gray Griffith and Damien Richards and David Thrussell, uh, where we talk about all different kinds of ideas. Um, you know, that's regular thing, and you can what, get that on um, on Facebook. So I have pivoted to this mm. kind of thing, and um, you know, um, that's kind of the way to go. Spe- specific audience, obviously, because I mean, I probably wouldn't attend something like that because of the fair horrors. Enough. I'm not into it. Just yeah, fair not enough. into it. But it's a very specific and unique market, isn't it? It's alternative culture. Alternative. If people are interested in hearing different ideas, and that, as I said, that used to be popular. That used to be what the counterculture was about, you know. But I guess, you know, uh, within the whole time of woke, there's been this strange, um, you know, censorious, almost neo-puritanism, um, which is just strange. So, if if you if you say that you're a Trump supporter, you are treated as vermin, which is what he called uh, the people who um, uh, made up all those things about him. Uh, and the Russian hoax and all that sort of stuff. If you're not into it, you won't know what I'm talking about. But my my main thing about Trump is that you've got a man who is the president of the United States called Joe Biden, who is not even uh, cognizant or familiar with what his position is. He's not running the country. No, he's not. The Obama acolytes are running the country, and he is just a figurehead. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so pathetic mm-hmm. that they won't come he's clean and say. Um, this man is just shouldn't be the president because he's mentally dis- he is and I use the word uh, advisedly he is mentally disabled he is honestly not in cognitive state to run that country and in fact he's not running the country he's and that's not. why it's a deception at least put someone in either get Gavin Newsom or someone else to stand against uh, Trump who looks like he's going to be the nominee and um, mm. on their merits let the uh, public vote about and. and Trump, no matter how much they indict him or think up bogus charges and say, uh, he just gets more popular because they realise it's uh, they are trying to stop a genuine opponent from even contesting an election. Uh, they talk about him being a dictator. They just want to rip up the whole laws of what democracy is about so that they keep their man in who is not even their man. He doesn't know where he is. And uh, that's not me saying that. That's why it's just such a ridiculous situation going on in the States. Now, 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 um, uh, Richard. Yes, sir. Um, 
When is this? This is Muff 23. It opens on Friday, and we have the new film from Frank Hausen. Um, He's done a redux version of his film, Remembering Nigel, um, that we're playing at at 8.30. Frank is a very good man. What's Remembering Nigel about? Um, Nigel's kind of a film where it's people remembering a a kind of uh, filmmaker, you know, who who is a kind of mysterious figure, and it stars an extraordinary, um, you know, array of Hollywood people, people like Martin Landau, um, you know, a whole bunch of Hollywood people that Frank knew over in America, and also people like, you know, Bert Newton here, a whole bunch of Australian celebrities, um, you know, so, you know, it's a fascinating film, and uh, Frank's done a redux version, so we're playing that on Friday night, that's after High Strangers, so we've got a filmmaker called Larry Wessel coming out from the United States who makes really counterculture kind of documentaries, so he's going to be here on Saturday night, then we have a whole bunch of shorts, uh, a whole bunch of other features. Who can come them. to it anyway? Anybody can come, mate. You just go to muff.com.au. Just to remember that we've had to, one of our venues has been cancelled. So if you go to muff.com.au, you'll see that all the screenings are happening out in Thomastown, which is a wonderful venue. And what happens if they cancel you? Well, then we're, uh, probably stuff, mate. After being on this show, that might be the enemy. Uh, why, 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 so Thomastown uh, don't mind well, I'm not going to go into the details but somebody who believes in free speech does run that venue so um, yes, I mean well, you know that, but that is that you should be allowed to put this on at the Hamer Hamer Hall or, or uh, you should be able to put this on anywhere the Australian Centre for the Moving decide Image if they want to watch this stuff or not, there's more obnoxious stuff. I got a feeling there's more obnoxious stuff going on in free-to-air television that you you know you get browbeaten about having an opinion about something that you don't necessarily have an opinion about, but you don't have any pushback on it. What are you doing Friday night? About muff? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to come along what, with what, me what, and we'll what? go together and we'll. Get more. We'll get, we'll get paparazzi wearing. there. We'll get Jim Lee along, you, the photographer. You and I could be we'll involved <laughs> in muff, <laughs> muff diving. Muff, muff diving. We call muff it. Diving. Muff diving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could dive in. Yeah, that's dive right. in the muff. That's we'll, what you're saying. We'll, we'll, we could be. That could be the start of a whole new thing. So, uh, Stanley OAM, muff diving. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, so um, now, Richard. Yes, sir. Um, I'm not sure uh, that we've given this a fair run. <laughs> you have given oh, it a well, run. Thank is you. There any, um, is there anything else you'd like to uh, say, or what? what would you, oh, you know, I mean, I just think that you know, it, it's important if we live in a democracy that we need to be able to talk about lots and lots of different things, and you know, that's what the Melbourne Underground Film rep- represents. How and that's long has it been going? 23 years. I started it in 2000 because uh, my own film, Pearls Before Swine, was rejected from the Melbourne International Film Festival. Pearls Before Swine. Yep, correct. Uh, can we ask what that was about? Uh, uh, That's it there. It's a hitman. You can have this, Sam. I bought a few copies for it. Pearls Before Swine. Oh, I see. It's As about a hitman. It's a controversial kind of film okay, about a hitman. so it's not nothing. It's just a... A, 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 a movie, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's it. Then that was rejected. That was rejected. And so I... Why? I, uh, well, because it was violent, you know, it had yeah, sex and violence. Violent. It was, and it's also probably a little bit right-wing, you know, which is just not allowed in, in uh, you know... I'm somebody of the new right, you know, uh, of this yeah. new kind of populist right. That's the kind of politics that I support. It's not about vigilantes or anyone? Or, no, it's um, not about vigilantes or anything like that. The first film I made was Bloodlust, which is a horror film. That's it there. Yeah. And then I did a documentary about the porn business called um, you know, Last Days of Joe Blow. Yeah. So I brought along a few films you could Joe watch. Joe Blow. I like that. <laughs> um, oh, Joe Blow. Um, uh, vigilantes. Uh, soon, uh, you know, uh, the way things are going and the uh, 
horrendous uh, murders and stabbings that are going on, particularly in the States. I reckon mm. uh, that we end up having a crew of vigilantes that will go out and take these people out who are absolutely nothing more than well, antisocial pieces of crud. Look what just happened in Ireland. There was a huge riot after an immigrant attacked, um, you know, basically yeah. three children. And there was a huge, almost like it was like a pogrom in Ireland where a whole group of Irish people rose up against this. And obviously, and what did the government do? They, they were like, you know... They were basically having a go at the people who are upset about children being murdered. Anyhow, Richard, um, uh, yeah, I, I um, probably think um, – I'm just looking at the time. For, sure. We, we think um, 40 minutes is about uh, the attention span of the people that listen to this. Uh, mind you, we put uh, two or three segments together. We might uh, just uh, – we, we, we might – Stop this because we have. I don't know if you've ever heard of Ben Fordham, MD. Have you, managing director? Yes, he, sir. He's a, a medical. Um, he's a medical man. He was looking after Don Scott's uh, mental uh, <laughs> mental acuity, and uh, he's not going too well with Don. So we're calling him Lord uh, Fordham at the minute. So Lord Fordham will be on uh, uh, shortly. So what we might do is uh, just wind this up. And when Lord Fordham comes on uh, shortly, we'll put him. We'll have a chat to him about what he wants to talk to us about. Uh, I hope he doesn't talk to us about uh, you and I, Sue Stanley OAM, because that would um, we might have to cut uh, Lord Fordham off. We wouldn't, because where's Fiona Byrne? Fiona Byrne fair drips when uh, she knows. Um, I reckon she'll be in in the next ten to fifteen minutes, just quietly. Do you? Yep. Well, I hope she can withstand the brow beating you're going to give her. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, um, uh, so we'll just close this off and um, uh, we'll come back directly. Now, mm. what am I doing here, Sue? What am I doing? Oh, oh, so, can I call you Sue? Suzanne. Um, what just am I doing now? It. Thank you, Sam. It's a pleasure. Go, hang on, Richard, just a minute. I'll do this, don't I? Here. Yeah. Cause you 